1: Bag alert, major bag alert. It's back, John. It's been a while since we've done the Haberman and Middlecoff mail bag, but it returns today.
2: When I hear that song, it makes me feel to like get the uh, crispy chicken, spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's. Five for five or something? I got, okay. That guy was always grubbing in that commercial.
1: Uh, hey, we are brought to you in part by our friends at Indeed. Indeed.com slash ham. Right now you get 75 bucks off a sponsored job post. When you go to Indeed.com slash ham through March 31st, terms and conditions apply.
2: And our friends at ButcherBox.com slash ham guy. You subscribe right now using ButcherBox.com slash ham. Free beef for life. Free beef for life.
1: Two pounds of ground beef for free in every order that you have. ButcherBox.com slash ham. All right, so here's how it goes. You leave us a question on Apple Podcasts in a review. Five-star review is always appreciated, but, you know, do you. We want the realness. And um, in that uh, review, leave us a question. Any question Whatever you want to get into, we can get into. That's the beauty of the mailbag, free and easy. Um, and so we dive in. It's been a while. We Football season got pretty crazy, and so we had to put the mailbag on the back burner. The mailbag returns here. And so uh, we're catching up here on some questions, and uh, you can you can get in as well on, uh, on Apple Podcasts. Also, shave it or save it submissions. Let's get back to one of those. And if you're deciding whether or not you should shave your hair, if you want us to blur your face out, we can do that. We will give you honest opinions, but we do it with love. Yep. All right, John, here we go. First up, from the dude, Niner Faithful from Philadelphia here. Out of these three away games I'm attending this coming season, which one would you guys go to? Chicago, Atlanta, or Carolina? Love the show. More live streams, please. I know what I'm going to say.
2: I don't, well, I mean, for me, it's not even a question. It would be Chicago. I've never been there, uh, but that that to me is the game because you make a weekend out of it. Maybe even try to take off work Friday, so maybe fly in there Thursday and get Friday, Saturday to do whatever the hell you want to do. Have some time with the boys. Throw some, uh, do some twelve ounce curls. Take the city. Now we don't know the dates of the game yet, but if that game is like in September, you know, non. I guess if that game's in December, might be a little bit different animal. If that game's in September, October. It's a no-brainer for me.
1: Yeah, uh, to me, it's a no-brainer on Chicago as well. We were just talking. To the guys over at uh, Primo's Pizza in Danville, John. They did a Chicago trip. And um, I- I'd say multiple people do the Chicago trip. Carolina does, there's a long way to go. But I mean, he's in Philly. The dude here who wrote this questions in Philly. So Atlanta's
2: Carolina is a really easy travel from Philly. And I've been to Atlanta twice. It's,
1: uh, no, I've been to Atlanta three times. I like it. Like the things I've done, I've liked, but it's pretty spread out. Yeah. Um I think Atlanta's kind of challenging uh in that regard. So I would not put Atlanta top of my list. Carolina I think probably could be cool. I don't know where the stadium is in relation to like can you get a house can you get like a beach house and go to the Panthers game? You know what I mean? That could be a good time, but again, I don't I'm not exactly my Charlotte geography knowledge not high. I mean Chicago is just legendary,
2: right? I would put Vegas over those two, wouldn't you? Uh yeah. Chicago. Over in yeah. Carolina. I
1: mean, except the one thing there is like, yeah, yeah, I would. Like you you don't need an excuse to go to Vegas. You don't need a football game. But you're right, like the stadium's cool. Go check that out. So if we were to rank, I'd go Chicago. But Carolina's tough. I mean, but both those teams are not but do you, well, you, you get do. an atmosphere in Carolina? Like I want you a good would, home crowd, you know?
2: Wouldn't touch either one of those, Atlanta or Carolina. Could be cheaper though.
1: Yeah, it's just – I get it. He's on the eastern seaboard there, so. He's terrible. Isn't there another 49ers? I thought there was another game that would be kind of – Commanders? Commanders. I'd rather go to – I mean, Commanders, I've always heard that stadium. Have you been kind of out in the middle of nowhere?
2: But he could – it's only an hour and a half, two-hour drive from Philly, so you you can drive. But he he Uh, probably wants to make a weekend of it.
1: Commanders is a home game for the Niners anyway. Gotcha. So yeah, he okay. doesn't really doesn't have it. These are these are his. I mean, Denver. I don't know if Denver's too far, but
2: clearly he does. I don't think he wants to travel that far. I just yeah, take it, understandable. Right, it Chicago, Chicago. Do you think Dan Snyder and Kyle hug pregame?
1: Well, somebody made the point to me. Somebody DM me the other day, like you guys really think Kyle is not sending Jimmy to the Commanders? He's not doing a trade with them. I was like, oh, that's an interesting. Take. Agreed. Next up, woo we might have to tag team this this message. I'm going to have to skim it from Brian. <laughs> Middlecoff, hey Habes. I'm an Orange County Rams fan here. I know the season just ended, but I'm thinking about next year. Hope you guys make a trip to Irvine to catch some Rams training camp. Put that on the list. Do you think the success that Stafford enjoyed with the Rams this year after over a decade of misery will change the future of the quarterback position and lead to more guys taking control of their careers? If you're Trevor Lawrence, how could you watch Stafford and put up with the Jags organization. Also, you brought up on a few pods ago, the sports fandom dividing line is California is between LA and the Bay Area. As someone who's originally from Bakersfield, I can tell you that Baco is as close to a dividing line as you can get. North of Baco from Fresno up all route for the barrier team. South, obviously LA. I'd say Baco is 60-40 LA barrier split. Thanks for the love uh, on the pod and to quote Jay Middle, peace. I, so, Geographically speaking, having lived in Fresno, gone to school there, ton of Dodger fans, and a it's a Laker town, so it's weird. Like
2: I think a lot, a lot of a lot of Southern California transplants there, though, right?
1: A lot of transplants, and I just think even if you if you grew up in Fresno or in the Central Valley of California, for those of you who are not familiar with the geography, it's dead center in the middle of the state. You probably did not grow up watch. You grew up watching the Lakers. You grew up watching the Raiders. You grew up watching the Niners. You grew up watching the Giants, and the I said Dodgers, but you grew up. It's a big Giants town too, and you grew up. You didn't grow up watching the Sacramento Kings. They're not on TV there, so I think that's I think that's a big part of it. what was on TV in your market? Like that's what was on.
2: Warriors weren't on TV there, right? No,
1: Warriors not on TV there.
2: Laker, you got Laker games with Shaq and Kobe when you were there. Yeah, that's a big deal. Or Magic, right? That way so, back in the day.
1: So, uh anyway, to the initial question, you know, it's funny. I saw some Calvin Johnson highlights yesterday, and it was kind of crazy to me that that was Matthew Stafford throwing him those passes. <laughs> like, it just felt weird. Like, God, that's a whole life
2: ago for Matthew Stafford. How sweet the highlights look.
1: I mean, incredible. You're like, how did these
2: guys? This is what a shame. Well, it was just those two guys. Those I think two their defenses guys, yeah. were terrible. <clears throat> so, I. I, I still think no, because the one thing with Matt Stafford is, one, quarterbacks are typically higher-level guys. It's why we shit on when people act like Kyler Murray or RG3, like, just don't be a clown. Just just act normal, you know? And usually those guys are, the, are kind of the lowest-maintenance guys. They're also highly paid, right? So Matt Stafford made, like, $250 million before he has to leave. Like, he was making... $30 million back when $30 million was a lot. He was making $40 million back when, forty. you know, he was always at the, you know, the highest paid quarterback in the league, one of the two, you know, three or four of them. So yeah. it was always pretty lucrative for him to try to figure it out.
1: Yes, you tend to make those pushes for your career later when you've banked a lot of money.
2: Which he did that at 33 years old.
1: He was also drafted number one back when, I mean, you know, Trevor Lawrence got rich, but back in the day, guys like Matthew Stafford got, Extremely rich at the top. Remember, Sam.
2: Remember, Sam Bradford got like eighty million dollars. People like this system's broke.
1: Uh, Next up from Mark on the mailbag. Mark says, "What's up, y'all?" Patrick Willis sent out a tweet that got very little attention, and I'm not sure why. No one noticed. After the Rams Super Bowl, he sent them a congratulatory uh, congratulatory tweet, and also wrote, "It does make my heart tingle and blood flow when I think about emoji of trophy." And I'm not talking about the past in all caps. Could this mean that P. Willie is thinking about coming out of retirement to see if something left in the tank? Or maybe he meant as a coach? Thanks. I'll hand up and hear you on the air. <laughs>
3: how yeah, old is
1: how old is Patrick?
2: Probably 35, 36. I wonder how it was it was he had feet were part of the issue, right? I I, I would say that the time lapse of coming back. Thirty seven, John. Just turned thirty seven. He retired in what 2015. Like he's been gone a long time. Ago. Uh,
1: his last year in the league I think was
2: 14. I mean, so I would say yeah. no chance of coming back. I don't 14. know. What, I, I I can't. I'm not a great like figure this out, tweet and Instagram guy. Like I just don't have the energy. I so many of us are weird. I, you never truly know the motivation. Maybe he's just good buddies with a guy on the team. Maybe one of the coaches is like his lifelong friend. Maybe one of their coaches was with him at Ole Miss. Back I don't know. Like okay? I. I can't try to decipher. I don't have the energy, but I'd say him coming back, zero possibility. He's on the Hall of Fame ballot, guy, every year now.
1: Could you imagine? They're like Weddle after two years, really a year and a half on the couch. Willis coming back after eight, what would it be? 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. So he'd be gone seven years, which is actually it's pretty crazy. He retired at 30, basically.
2: Well, to me, you'd you'd be asking for guys like, Luke Keekly, I mean more recent guys than him. Well, that's a long time.
1: Yeah, I mean Luke Keekley's not tweeting.
2: No, Luke Keekly quit scouting too. He didn't like that. Oh, really? Remember they like hired him to be like a front office guy and then like a year later he's like, Yeah, this I'm not into this. Vaguely. wait, wait this doesn't pay fifteen million dollars a year? Uh next
1: up from C shum. Hey guys, love the pod, but another fan since I was old enough to watch football. Came over from John's three and out. What do you guys think is more important to get this year for the Niners. O-Liner Corners. Do you think they will pursue a corner in free agency or stick with what we have? My favorite bar is Al's Garage in Las Vegas, Nevada. Keep up the good work. Check out Al's Garage. Your neighborhood restaurant and tavern property next to our sister property. Al's Garage. Okay. Ooh, some babes. Some, I'm sucker for some good just like give me some chicken fingers and some fries
2: Yeah, you don't pay the doubt price doubt for that, doubt that doubt later but don't downthink the room how about the Golden Knights there getting some love
1: and Bishop Gorman big big Gorman watch party there there
2: you go uh,
1: sorry what was the question I, I already forgot uh, do you think that I should go corner or offensive line first
2: I got no problem ever buying a corner JC Jackson or one, Gilmore one of these guys but to me, you can only do it if you get rid of old Jimmy. James Garoppolo, he's taking up the money for a corner and a guard, right?
1: Yeah, look, man, I, I I was banging the table going back to last year about they need corners. The idea of rolling back, who they wrote, Jason Verrett, I thought it was too risky, and it turned out to be too risky. Watching them on defense has been, with their cornerbacks, has been a roller coaster ride because somehow they're statistically good, even though it feels like every time – Kenley, old Kenley Jansen comes out of the bullpen. You're just playing with fire. That said, uh, I think that if Trey Lance gets hurt next year, it's a complete disaster. Now he could get hurt outside of the pocket. They have to be able to protect him at an extremely high level. I would start with offensive line. You got a a quarterback hasn't played in two years. I would I love the idea of JC. I mean, no one's saying you can't do both, but offensive line. I'm a big run game guy, John, as you know. Offensive line's at the top of my list for the well, you
2: did You did just draft a guy in the second round. Yeah, well,
1: if he's not good enough, I'm willing to cut bait and move on.
2: Same. Alex Mack, to me, is very questionable. Yeah, I think Alex Mack is probably
1: questioning. Yeah.
2: I mean, is he the worst shotgun snapper you've ever seen?
1: Did it happen a lot or just in one game?
2: I, I just feel the shotgun snaps were just never that good. They mm-hmm. were always, like, loopy. I don't know. They just were bad.
1: Uh, Jasper says, join my Tito straight up with some cranberry. My question is, why don't? This is love from the East Coast. It's what, what this is called. I don't know where Jasper is, but he says, why don't teams move back in the draft to acquire more picks when they're not totally sure what they need to do or are not sold on a player? I understand you need a trade partner, and the draft is all hindsight, uh, but uh, and the draft is all hindsight in if you made the right move. Why don't more teams trade back? Thanks for the great banter.
2: I had someone DM me that said everyone acted like the Niners gave up so much for Trey Lance but he's like when you look at it did the bears end up giving more for Justin Fields I started thinking like well they gave up pick 7 now they don't have to give up another first rounder but pick 7 let's say the niners next pick is 25 next year is pick 29 and 25 like we, we talked like how hard it is to get in the single digits could you trade pick 25 and 29 to get to 7 in a draft i know it's different years but you know no, what I'm i don't
1: think so you could do tw- you maybe you could do like 12 and 29 right you or would that be not too much. 20,
2: you could not do yeah. Definitely could not do 25 and 29. I was like, yeah, now the Niners also gave a third round pick, but pick 7 that that turns out to be pretty valuable.
1: We got to check the old uh draft value chart on that one. Yeah, I I think the Jasper said it in the question too, like sometimes you need to sometimes you're willing to go back, but you would know better than me. I but I would think sometimes you're willing to go back, but you want to go back 10 spots, not 20 spots, right? And you think, well, the guy we like will be there in 10 spots. He won't be there in 20 spots. I mean, there's so many moving parts. You have to have a partner, and you have that partner has to be giving you something that is still worth something to you, whereas you might just be better off overdrafting a guy than falling too far back when you can't get somebody you want.
2: Well, I think the biggest reason Mike Mayock got fired, his understanding of value in the draft was horrendous, and I came from a place where that was the number one thing. Before we even knew how good you were or not, where's the guy slotted? So I know, can I trade back five spots and get this guy? and sometimes you miss. But if you if you're taking educated guesses or educated you know and having this like the probability on your side, you always get value if if hey, I want to take Guy Haberman at pick 40. But I got a pretty good idea he'll be there at pick 55 and I can also accumulate pick 78 and this team wants to come up and get a wide receiver. I don't even want this wide receiver. I'll go to 55, get Guy Haberman, accumulate the other pick. That to me is the key. Like, I, you know, when teams are like we would have taken that guy there, right? Which you all, you say that no matter what, <laughs> whether it's true or not, because you're like, yeah. That, so that that makes everyone think, like, oh, they got the guy they would have taken. Thirty spots later, it's like, no, he's lying to you. But sometimes they are telling the truth. Hey, what would you guess the percentages on the truth telling there? Fifty-fifty.
3: Butcherbox.com/slash/ham and another special deal: free for a year, you get salmon, chicken breast. Prize Picks is America's number one fantasy sports app because it's the easiest and most exciting way to get in on the action. While you watch your favorite players in sports, you just pick more or less on two or more player stats, and then the fun is on. Prize Picks has something for every sports fan from basketball to hockey to League of Legends and everything in between. It's really simple to play. You make your picks, submit an entry in less than 60 seconds. I'll do it at halftime of a basketball game. And I also have some season-long more or less picks on MLB homers. You may remember, I've got less on Otani homers this year. We'll see. And at halftime of your next NBA blowout game, just jump on and go, ah, Steph Curry more than 11 points in the second half. It'll change the game for you. Download the Prize Picks app and use the code HAM50 for a first deposit match of up to $100. That's ham 50 for a first deposit match of up to a hundred dollars price picks, pick more, pick less. It's that easy.
4: What's up everybody. It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at game time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called game time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some, Garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app, your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game time app, promo code HAM. Save yourself $20. We don't even need a thank you. Just hammer that promo code.
0: Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger fresh for everyone prices and product availability subject to change restrictions apply. See site for details.
1: Well, I think they always I think they generally like the guy enough that they, maybe they would have taken him back in that other spot or like up in that other spot. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's just, I think it's almost one of those deals where they believe it when they're saying it, even though it's probably not totally true. But you can easily convince yourself. Yeah, I no, I, you know, we were definitely, we would have taken them up there. I think you definitely can convince yourself of that. Sometimes it's true. Yeah. You know, like, I believe if I had started playing the piano as a child, I'd be good at the piano right now. But I started playing the guitar as a kid and quit, you know, I, yeah. I got like four chords in me. So it's easy for me to say, like, oh, yeah, if I had just done it and stuck with it, I'd be good. Well,
2: yeah, no shit. I didn't. Yeah, Haberman just doesn't battle through adversity in the music. No. Uh, Jason, his
1: review is entitled, Makes My 4 a.m. Commute Enjoyable. Damn, Andy Reid. Been rocking with you guys since 2017. Somehow you make me look forward to a 4 a.m. drive into the South Bay, especially on Mondays. My favorite bar is Hilltop and East Sac. You been there? Uh, no. Jukebox, games are on, shuffleboard, ping pong table, and you can drink for the night for 50 bucks. Question, should the Niners promote John Lynch to president of ops and make Adam Peters the GM? Is there any chatter about that? Do you think either guy would go for that? doesn't feel like John Lynch grinds the tape of six-round linemen.
2: I actually think he does. This is the weird part. I, I think I he do. does, too. But a lot of times, like, uh, you know how Farhan has a GM? Ultimately, Farhan's still picking the players. I saw today that the Cavs named a GM. Like, I thought that Altman guy, you know, he's Kobe. been there for a while. He's the president. Well, ultimately, Altman and Farhan, Daryl Morey has a GM. Ultimately, John Lynch would still, quote-unquote, be the GM. So Adam Peters makes a lot of money. So naming him a GM and just having the president, I don't think would change anything beside the titles. And as Bobby Wigginton taught me once upon a time, nothing is more meaningless than a title. Like, fight for salary, words of wisdom, I'll give to my children. You fight for salary, you fight for money over... You call me the fucking intern if you want to double my pay, right? But everyone always wants to be like, give me the VP, assistant GM. Well, what, are you taking a pay cut to have that? Who cares about the title? Yeah. Now, I guess, I guess you know, public jobs like this, maybe title, maybe if you and I talked to 100 people in the NFL, they tell you titles do matter. If you call me a co-coordinator or the linebacker coach, even if I'd make more as a linebacker coach to be the co-coordinator, it's better just to get co-coordinator on my yeah, resume.
1: assistant head coach.
2: Like, what the hell does an assistant head coach do differently?
1: I don't know. I mean, Parag is the executive vice president of football ops.
2: But he negotiates the Jeds' money and the Niners' money. Well, I
1: understand. if you. I'm just saying if you change John Lynch's title, you'd have to change Parag's title, which, again, no biggie. I mean, you leave yourself – I think some of it is you leave yourself some wiggle room here to give promotions. You leave John Lynch with some wiggle room. Eventually, if you have to give him a quote-unquote promotion for Adam Peters' promotion, I think sometimes it happens when you want to hire somebody from somewhere else. And you want to give them a title that elevates them in your building versus where they were? When he Final goes qu- to uh, Amazon? He goes to Amazon, yeah. Final question from Perm. My favorite drink is Tito's and Sprite. My favorite Tahoe drink is White Russians. My favorite bar is Stadium Pub. Question. Davis High School, California, all time quarterback rankings. Is Brian Hawkins in your top three? I don't know who who, who wrote this question. Brian Hawkins is a friend of ours and it's a fantastic um what did what did we run at Davis High the veer? No, the triple option? It was called the wing T, guy. The wing T. <laughs> Not
2: wing a hair. lot of ball, the ball wasn't in the air a lot. No, it was 28 sweep and 30 trap and you know it was a lot of just you were, Kyle would have liked it smash mouth. I don't even think we had many p- pass plays.
1: Uh, who are the other great quarterbacks in Davis High history? David Was David Butterworth a quarterback?
2: Pre- yeah, he, was, he wasn't bad. I was a college athlete. Uh, played baseball at UC Davis. I, I don't think we had many high-level quarterbacks over the years at Davis High, You know, given why they didn't have much success over the last 20 years. Uh, I know recently when they've had some pretty good teams, they had some good quarterbacks from what I've been told. I just don't have a great feel You know that we don't have like, well – it's like modern day. You know, we're going off 71 guys, right? Yeah. You don't really rank them that way.
1: Or like Tua's high school. There's always like three or four guys that get talked about. Yeah, it's like
2: Mariota, Tua, you know, Tua's brother. Jane,
1: Jane DeLora, the quarterback at Arizona now.
2: See, he went to that high school too? Yeah. That team's got to just kick so much ass in Hawaii. So Hawkins in our top two. I mean, I think we just put him in our top two. Yeah, to me, uh... but, to me, Butterworth was truly more of a your modern day throat slinging around a little bit right he was, he was a big guy big pocket quarterback hawkins truly was small school run the wing t and utilize those legs
1: both good both good golfers i
2: can like i remember i used to golf with david butterworth in high school um, um, underrated davis high uh alumni naveen daftari played yeah tackle at uc davis yep Ran into him at uh, the Bay Club a couple years ago. He was here on like a bachelor party staying there or something. <laughs> I remember you know, he's one of those guys, high ceiling. He works at like a venture capitalist firm, you know, and in, in, lives in Newport Beach. You know, you always knew Naveen would be. I remember Naveen because we, in our junior high in Davis, we, we only had a three-year high school. I mean, technically, you are in high school in ninth grade, but our high school was in our junior high.
1: But you weren't technically so. in high school. You were in junior high. But we you had would two play, junior highs.
2: Like, but you could play JV sports and stuff, you know. Oh, like right. when you had no one really sports. did.
1: Only a few people did.
2: No, but like when you'd have to go for even like JV football or whatever, you'd have to go to the high school yeah, right, after right, school. Right. But I remember maybe I was in seventh and he was in eighth. Maybe I was in an eighth and he was in ninth, we were both just sports junkies, and we'd have like our little that yellow Walkman, and we'd be listening to Jim Rome in class <laughs> in the back. <laughs> Remember the
1: little yellow Walkman? I do. I remember listening to a Giants playoff game in a col my freshman year of college on a little yellow Walkman.
2: Was there a forty five year old dad in America that didn't have that thing? Oh, no. uh, there wasn't with a the whole wire lot...
1: like the wire headphones that like oh, you'd in your hair God. all the time.
2: You had about in a drawer somewhere at your house like seven of those headphones <laughs> you could probably get for like two ninety nine. You know.
1: And the headphone itself on your ear would start hurting after a while because the foam was so thin; it was just plastic on the
2: inside. Well, you you just didn't worry about needing a new set of headphones. The other day when I went to my mom's house, you know, I, I had some trash in my car, and I took out one of the headphones and I put it in my hand, and then I accidentally threw it away, and then I realized right away, like I think I threw that in like her big trash bin, so I had to dump it all out and find it. The only if if it would have been a five dollar headphone, I'd be like, whatever, I don't even care. But I'm I, I got the new iPod Pros or whatever. Like, I'm yeah. not spending hundred and fifty dollars mm-hmm. just because I don't want to search no. for this thing. No, so you then can't I, I go her. through, I find it with some ketchup on my hand, and then I fucking get it out. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, whoever planted that question, uh, good job. Maybe it was just a legitimate question. Just somebody. Colin
2: Brown, them. Scott Malinoff, some other guys. A little after us. Oh yeah,
1: those are good names. Good athletes. We don't Hawks exactly have, have Foles and three. Drew
2: Brees, you know.
1: No. We had Jason Fisk was always the big... We were very proud of Jason Fisk at Davis High. He was he older knew, than us, but he played for the Titans. We had a guy that Chippenow's just played brother.
2: T- tackle at Alabama. Uh, he's in the NFL, but he transferred his senior year. I think for La- Folsom.
1: Yeah, last name started
2: with an H, I thought, right? Uh, yeah, Alabama. Didn't I'll EGG train him? him? Loved him. This, knew he'd
1: be a stud. This is like the after-hours uh, segment that we're doing here for the last five minutes.
2: Not Evan Neal. No, someone, someone sweet. He's in the NFL. He's actually, I think, on the Bengals. Jonah Williams, is he on the Bengals? Uh,
1: that I don't know, but that name sounds familiar to me. I think it's Jonah Williams. Yeah, Bengals from Folsom High to the Super Bowl. Damn it!
2: They don't even, do you blame him though? Right, you're at Davis High. You're just like, I want to go to the big leagues. Go to Folsom.
1: It's bullshit, man. Should have gone Davis High right to USC.
2: You think Saban ever swung through Davis or just waited till he went to Folsom? <laughs> I doubt it. Red rum burger and an in and out. Yeah, Nick, Nick ain't stopping in Davis. All
1: right, everybody. Thanks for uh, – maybe he went to Vacaville, though. Thanks for uh, hollering at us on the mailbag. Until next time. Later.
0: Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.